call the meeting of the Iowa City Community Police Review Board to order at 5.30 p.m. And do we have Vandervet? Here. Townsend? Here. Seabugger? Nichols? Here. Oh, great. She's Mickey's? Here. McConnell? Here. Jensen? Here. Downing is absent. Can I get a motion to adopt the consent calendar as presented? So moved. Second. Is there any board discussion regarding the consent calendar? Okay, can I get a roll call, please? Uh, Nichols? Yes. McConnell? Here. Meckes? Yes. Townsend? Yes. Jensen? Hi. Downing absent. Vanderbrecht? Yep. I changed it up a little bit, right? I know. <laughs> On to new business. We got a memo regarding proposed revisions to CPRB bylaws. Pat, has everybody got a chance to look at that? Actually, there, are, there should be two memos yeah. in the packet. One is addressing proposed amendments mm -hmm. to the bylaws, and another one addressing another proposed amendment to the ordinance. Do you have an extra copy of that, chance? I don't. No worries. That's fine. So, do, do we need the motion to approve? Yes, um, but I wondered if oh, anybody had any discussion or questions or if Pat wanted to kind of give a verbal summary. I do. I'm, um, first of all, under qualifications, it leaves out the fact that when we went to seven, one of the seven was supposed to be a police officer. And originally it said they should be retired for five years, and they didn't have to be from Iowa City. But then, in something that I read, I think it was one of yours, I'm not sure, it said just five years from the hire date, from when they were hired. And um, I, I, as far as I know, we never had a vote on eliminating a police officer. Yeah, I don't know if the council ever voted on that or not. Did they? Do you I know? don't believe so. I think, um, and I thought it was two years now. Two years? Retired yeah. two. two years? Two. Is it, is it current or retired or just retired? And we do, and we do have a representative. That would be me. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, if I, if I can interject, from my recollection of that was the ordinance had been changed when it went up from five to seven to remove the, I guess, waiting period for yeah. separation from the department. And then after council discussion, if I remember correctly, they were comfortable with, with re-implementing a two-year waiting mm -hmm. period for the Iowa City Police Department. So someone just retires <coughs> and they don't just come immediately. We can't immediately get, get on the board. There was some public discussion and then, or public comment, and then I think the council mm -hmm. settled on two years. I think that's what mm -hmm. the okay. ordinance okay. change yeah. was. So if it was an Iowa City officer, they would have to be two years separated from the department. 
Thanks, Chief. I appreciate sense. that. Yeah. I, I'm not sure that the council has actually voted on those changes yet. We haven't gotten, I've not gotten anything from the city attorney's office to show what language is actually approved. But yeah. Well, my only concern about that is uh, I think it's a good idea to have an all police officer, you know, retired or whatever on, on the committee. But, you know, number one is we're not able, always going to be able to do that, and it's sort of like we're saying it has to happen. So I think the language should be because of the uncertainty. The language should address that in saying, you know, every attempt will be made when, whenever, whenever possible, something like that. Secondly, is you know, uh, the way it is now, I think it's just a retired police officer can be from any place. You know, should we stress that we prefer? A retired officer from Iowa City, someone who knows the community, knows the sentiment, and some of the issues that we're dealing with. Because I think having an officer, from my, a retired officer from Iowa City or Iowa period, would be a lot different than getting one from New York. <laughs> you know, it was supposed to be from Iowa City, if possible, or surrounding counties. Okay. It didn't specify, but it said that they did not have to live in Iowa City. Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody would come from New York to volunteer. Well, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, in the language, I think yeah. we need to, to address that up front. Pat, I'm almost sure they voted on that. Okay. I, yes. um, again, I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm almost sure that they, that they changed the language because they were voting on it. They changed the language and then I think it was gonna be amended to that, but, I'm not sure why. Maybe, I don't know what, because that was, that was months ago. Yeah, that was yeah. a while ago. Yeah, they the usually, the city attorney's office typically sends me a copy of the ordinance that approves those changes. I haven't seen it yet. We'll make a note. Um, yeah. But uh, let me address one thing, is that what I'm proposing in the memo in front of you is changes to the bylaws, not to the ordinance. Okay. Yeah. okay, so we already talked about the changes to the ordinance, and once we get whatever was approved by council back for review, if you want to make further suggestions, we can do that. My suggestions here are just for the bylaws, not for the ordinance. Okay. okay. Well, there's one for ordinance 88, but that's a different thing. Right, yeah, but the, the change that she's referring to with regard to the number of members yeah. is only to the change of the bylaws. Yeah, yeah. right. I had a question about number four also. Um, so the article 10 should be amended to read. Um, it says a new bylaws should not, could not be altered, amended, or repealed in new bylaws adopted by an affirmative vote and it's crossed out not less than three, a majority. So does that mean you, in other places you said in attendance the majority who's in attendance, or does it mean the majority of the board? Well, that, that would be majority of the board. Um, well, let me read that again. It says members at any regular meeting. So I'm still pretty good. So those in attendance. Yeah. So just to clarify, what it reads right now is it specifically says that you need a vote of three members in order to amend or replace the bylaws. Of course, that was in place before we expanded That's to seven right. members, so yeah. that no longer makes any sense. Yeah. So I thought instead of changing the word three to five, which is majority of seven, we just say majority, mm -hmm. because who knows, you might change the number of board members in the future again. Yeah. Four out of seven would be a majority. 
Oh, right, yes. <laughs> right. Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> I just got back from vacation, so part of me still might be on vacation. <laughs> so, if we're talking about the majority of board members present, I mean, something as important as that, shouldn't we have, want to have as many board members attend? in the meeting before something like a change like that can be made yeah. because if it's a lower attendance then you gotta you can have a majority but it's a much less number that's something to consider so I mean that's not my decision that's the board's yeah you have to have a quorum right you do have to have a quorum you but you could a have quorum. a quorum but still not have, have a majority, majority of the members that's right yeah I think unless people have an excused absence, it should be the people who are here. Well, the, the absence of presence, I mean, it's probably is relevant for anything we do. So when we vote on anything, mm -hmm. if you haven't been here the previous time, that, that qualifies also. So it, it makes it, it just complicate things. It's just hopefully someone will would be wise enough to say, I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not going to vote. <laughs> the reason I'm, I'm feeling the way I'm feeling is because, you know, I, I look at us as a group. I think we work together real nice, and I think we've accomplished some great things. But we, we think differently, and, I mean, we discuss things, and then we come to a consensus. But at least, you know, it, it's, it's a balance of everybody is looking at the issue. I've seen situations where you just happen to have the wrong group of people attending and then something gets approved and it's really not fair, you know, and, and I guess that's, that's, that's my concern. Yeah, um, I mean, to address that issue, uh, the guts of what the board does is in the ordinance, not in the bylaws. So the bylaws really talk about how you know, in general, meetings take place and votings occur. So I think that probably Orville's less of a concern with this change to the bylaws than it would be to the ordinance. Okay. Bylaws is the structure with sure. which we formed this group. The The ordinance is how we enact policy as a group. Would that be about accurate? Sure. Anyone else have any more questions for Pat on either of these? Or did you have anything else you wanted to say about it? No. Um, the change that I suggested, I guess, yes. <laughs> the change I suggested <laughs> to the ordinance uh, is in the other memo. And as I was reading through things, I see there's a clear conflict between two of those sections. So I suggested that you change section 888B2 because it conflicts with 887B1. But if you want to switch the other one instead, I think they just should be consistent with each other. So right now, the section of the ordinance that specifically talks about the vote required to set a level review, that is 887B1, all right? That says that the vote is by members uh, in attendance at the meeting. Okay. The section that I'm suggesting that you change, 888B2, is just the part of the ordinance that enumerates the general powers of the board. Right. And it refers to the power of the board to set the level review of review, but it says it's done by majority of vote of all members. 
not of all members in attendance at the meeting. Right. It needs to be all members in attendance at the meeting. That's right. Yeah. That's what I thought. So that's the, yeah. the change that I, I suggested. Can we, are we able to lump those into one? Can we simultaneously move to accept the changes to um, the bylaws as presented and 8-8 as amended in one motion? Yeah, and I think the procedure for this is that I would do a memo then to the city council no. saying here's what the board is requesting. Okay. But as a vote, we can do them together. Sure. Okay. Um, so just to clarify, no changes to what I proposed. Correct. Well, except 8-8 to fix that to say full board in attendance. Oh, is that, that what? That right? was well, I don't know no, that you decided it. that, so. No, just change it to right. members in attendance, not a full board in attendance, the members in attendance. The members in attendance, yeah. Yes, that's what we want to change. Cause, yeah, because it conflicts in here. So we, didn't, we needed to make a change one way or the other, right? Are you talking about the change to the ordinance, not ordinance. the bylaws? Right, right. The ordinance. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I did just by removing of all members of the board. Yeah. So when it says by simple majority vote, that means majority of vote of the people at, at the meeting. At the meeting. Okay. So we're not changing your memo. We're agreeing with yeah. what we're you're agreeing with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's not a... Okay. Disagreement here. Mm -hmm. We're agreeing with both. Yes. yes. So my motion is to accept the changes with no changes. Yeah. Second. Okay. Um, it doesn't look like we need to do a formal vote on that. No. <laughs> I don't see a roll call. I think you probably should. Okay. Yeah. Can I get a roll call on that, please? Yes. McConnell? Aye. Meccas? Yes. Townsend? Yes. Jensen? Yes. Vanderbeck? Yes. Nichols? Yes. Who seconded that motion? Yeah. I did. Okay. okay. I was confused there for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, if you want to pass these around, uh, this is the city's guidelines for interpretation. And oh yes, thank you. Yes. Um, and I can give you a little bit more information. I don't know if you want me to wait till you have this passed out or. So, um, information with speaking with Kelly is um, the city does not provide interpretation services at public meetings. Um, usually, the, the attendees uh, will bring someone with them and they're welcome to do that to interpret for them. Um, Regarding a complainant, uh, if they need assistance filling out a complaint form, or if the board has set the level of review at 8-8-7-1-1-B, interview meeting with the complainant, and interpretation services are needed, 
The city has the ability um, to use language line, which is a service of interpretation that does cost $1.95 per minute. Um, and then there's also the, the staff has the ability of using an iPad and using Google Translate. I have, so, I should just share some concerns that that sounds great and I know it's going to be a cost savings but I'm wondering are we in conflict with the Americans with Disabilities Act for accessibility to citizens? We should not be. The city is very you know, focused on that. So. So we don't, basically, don't provide translation services for public meetings. It's when we go to a closed session or need to do an interview. If that was a need, then these yes. were the options. Yes. The last paragraph um, talks about the American Disabilities Act. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not a conflict with mm -hmm. that. So these language priorities for translated materials, are our complaint forms available in Spanish, French, and Arabic? There is not. Um, and I know Kelly was talking with communications about that today. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know what the process is in that case, but um, I'm sure there is something where we can translate it, but I will have to check with Kelly to find out exactly what that means. Okay. Well, I mean, each form will only have to be translated once. And yeah, and they're not super long complicated form, so hopefully that one, mm -hmm. I would guess it would be that big enough. Okay, thank you. So, uh, yeah, just question, sort of a hypothetical situation. Let's say an individual who's deaf wants to attend a meeting because they want to share some concerns, and they call and inform us that, you know, the person's coming, but, you know, doesn't communicate and they request, you know, accommodations. If accommodations are requested, will do we deny them? No, I don't think we mm. would deny them. Okay. So yeah. so if it's requested then it can be available. It's just not gonna be available on a blanket. Right. Okay. That's my understanding. Okay. And I, I think that, that, that should be really highlighted and pointed out because I, I can see some activist groups that they see this just jumping all over it and it won't be a big deal, but you know how people like to get things in the paper to further their point? This there's, would be a good example. There's a list of approved vendors in here mm -hmm. for yeah. the city to use and hands up as one of them. It's sign language. And you said most of the time they usually have family members come in to translate for them? Yeah. So for instance, you see like at council meetings where right. mm -hmm. they'll have someone, friend, family, right. someone that can... Sorry, I'm late, guys. No worries. Didn't know this was even here. <laughs> Should I sit over there? Right here. Uh, okay. Probably. Not outside, though. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Running late. Do we need to put language in there saying, if at all possible, first request that a family member translate? before going down the road or these I don't think that we can I mean I suppose we can suggest but this document is not Just I'm not giving that to you for right. you to make changes okay. it's it's what the city, what the city? manager's office okay. gave to us we asked 
I think that's um, stated in the um, form that they mm -hmm. fill out no, because it says you can bring a friend, a family member. Oh, good. To, to help. Yeah, I just want to make sure that we had all bases covered. Thank you. And then, uh, can you please line section 888B1? Eight, 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 yeah, so. I had Amanda to maybe just because maybe you had asked if. Yes. Yeah, so you yes. Yeah, he's just going to explain that. Yeah. yeah, so that that is a section of the ordinance that gives the board the power to file its own complaint. So um, oh. if somebody wants to propose that the board file a complaint, one of the members would make a motion, and then it has to be a, a vote. So it would have to be a, approved by the board. So one single member on his or her own could not file a complaint. It'd have to be done by the board, so uh, on a majority vote. What kind of complaints would they be? That's really open-handed. Yeah, any sort of a complaint. Anything. Like the ones that are always filed with the board. Yeah. Right. Say, for instance, like the one that was videotaped on somebody's cell phone, what, about a month, month and a half ago, about somebody coming from a bar. Um, if a board member wanted to bring that up, as, and we haven't seen it yet, mm -hmm. and then after within the 90 to 180 days that didn't come up then we you could present that and then then we all vote on it and then a majority has has to pass it is that what i'm hearing right okay and i would only say wait until we get the reports back from the police department first oh absolutely because, yeah because there may already have been absolutely. discipline added there and the complaint goes to whom to the board. It goes through the, the normal board. process. It's just a regular complaint like yeah. any citizen yeah. would file. So basically, if we have reason to believe that there's something that should be investigated, we don't have to wait and hope that somebody files a complaint. We can just start an investigation ourselves. Or do you have to wait for you? I think that's a good avenue to have available, but. I look at that and, and I kind of see a division, a fine line. It's like if we as board members look at something and we feel that an officer didn't act appropriately, then the question is, did the officer do something that's malice or something that was just outright inappropriate? Or did the officer do something and it's a situation where it shows a need for training? You know, I, I kind of see, you know, like when I write my reports, you know, some of the time I, I see more of a need to, to just make it known to the chief, like, hey, this is what, what what's happening. And, and I kind of bring it up and if we agree upon it, then we, we can focus on recommending uh, training as opposed to getting into a more uh, investigative process. I mean, maybe I'm out in the field with that, and maybe that's something that's none of our business, but, you know, I, I guess I see us as being beneficial in terms of making our police uh, force the best that it can be. 
Well, there's guess, room for commentary with any investigation, regardless of who files the complaint. Right. That would have to go through the process because all think, we're doing I is filing. Yeah, complaint. and I guess I don't understand. Is are we just having this as a previous discussion, referencing that section of the ordinance, or is there a proposed change? That's the part I'm not clear on so, because. Um, I want to recommend that we do that, um, and that's actually going to have to be a conversation since it would be potentially initiating a new investigation. We actually have to have that conversation in closed session, um, but in open session, we needed to explain that what it would be. This is what the preface of us being able to do that is. Why would we do that? Because it's our job as a board to um, look out for the help, yeah. Yeah, help make sure that the residents because how can we do that when the, we have the system that it goes through the chief, he does his investigation, and then after we get the evidence by looking at the cameras and everything, then we can agree or disagree and investigate however yeah, we want. It would be the same. So basically we would, we would initiate the investigation. And then just as any other investigation, we would wait for the chief's report the chief would give us a report, we would review any video, and then we would have our discussions and vote on whether or not we would sustain or unsustain our own complaint. So my question, I'm sorry, my question is, is why, why, how would that ever come up? Because things are understand. released publicly, like videos are taken and they're released publicly, and then a complaint doesn't come in, but we oh, see the video okay. and we think that does not look right. Right as somebody who's responsible for helping for review the right. police department, right. I'm concerned okay, not, about yeah, this. I mean, right. Yeah, I mean, there was... Or you could witness something. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's... You'd be... As an individual, be, as an individual... Uh, I have a point of order to make. You could file a complaint. I have a point of order to make. I, I would I would really appreciate if you see people raising their hand and you take turns. It would be a consideration for other members, okay? Yeah. So that... It's the constant uh, uh, interruption uh, and rudeness. Uh, so that's my uh, point of, uh, sorry, of sorry. order. Point of order. <laughs> sorry, Saul. So I have no objection to, to the motion. I just think it's redundant in the sense that there's nothing right now to prevent us from, uh, from complaining about the behavior of a police officer. And we've done that. So how how is how would this be different than than what we uh, already have been doing? Because this is investigating a specific incident that occurred that we have not had put in front of us. But well, we wouldn't be doing it as a committee. We'd be doing it as just a regular citizen. Anybody well, no, we would. We have to agree as a board to initiate the investigation as a board oh, is what so. the 888B1 says. Yeah. And I can I can explain the specific incident I have in mind in closed session, but this right. is just explaining where that power comes from in the ordinance right now. So uh, let me, I'm sorry, I just want to make sure I get this straight. So if I see an incident, none of you guys have, and I file a complaint as a citizen, that doesn't work that way. I have to go through the board to do it. Uh, let me clarify that. So okay. what the ordinance says is that anybody um, 
can be a complainant if they have personal knowledge about what happened. Mm -hmm. right. So if you mm -hmm. saw something happen, you can file a complaint on your own. Right. Okay. And then it just goes through the regular process and mm -hmm. I would have to excuse mm -hmm. myself because I was the one who wrote it. Yeah. Right. So what we're talking about here is where nobody on the board has personal knowledge about what happened because they weren't there, but they heard about something or saw it on TV or whatever, and so they make a proposal, hey board, let's file our own complaint. Okay. So if that happens and the board approves to do that, then the board writes up a complaint, sends it in just like any other complaint is done. It goes right. to the chief then and the, the chief does thing, his right. yep. investigation. Okay. <coughs> it's the same process. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was concerned about in the investigation because when I gave information that I knew about the case, it was like I did my own, I was told it was like I did my own and yeah, this is, this is not the board doing an investigation. It's mm. like any other case. The chief does it. Okay. Does the report and gives it back to the board for your review. Okay. Thank you. And, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but, you know, I'll just share when I first, you know, got on the committee, I focused more on, you know, the rights, the rights of the citizen. That's what we got to look out. We got to make sure that they get a fair shake. But over the years, as I've looked at the, the various situations, I've kind of come to the conclusion that some of those situations is not in the did something wrong enough to take it to a disciplinary or something like that. But it's the kind of thing that it's a lack of training. So I guess what I'm trying to point out is, as we discuss things like this, I think it would be beneficial to the process if we not only focus on the, you know, uh, process in terms of making it right by getting justice, but also looking at it in terms of I don't care if, you're if you see a situation now. where you feel training would benefit the force, then we need, I'm, I'm encouraging us to throw that out there too and make that part of discussion. And then when we vote on it, we decide exactly what avenues we want to go down. Yeah, I don't think that's any different the way from the way it is now. Yeah. That would apply to any complaint, including one that's filed by the board. So further discussion on this needs to be in closed session, and at that point we would take a vote on whether we will or will not will or will not file a complaint. Okay. Do we need a motion to be able to discuss it in closed session? Well, when we when we get to closed session, I will make the motion to okay. file the complaint, and then we'll discuss the sit and then vote on it. Okay. Thanks. Yep. Um, so there is no public. Is there any board information, or does anybody have new, any new business they want to add to the next meeting agenda? Mm -hmm. Is there any staff information? There is. Uh, I think there's one item on. Old business, though. Didn't we we wasn't that, in, wasn't that the ordinance 88 that we already did nope. with? No, nope. that's different. No. Oh. Oh. So the, the part that, that is on the agenda for old business talks oh. about proposed revisions to ordinance 88. That's not what we already talked about. This is what we talked about a couple months ago. Right. So there was a discussion a couple months ago about amending the ordinance to address the situation where a complaint is filed but it's illegible or incomprehensible. 
Okay, so the board had a discussion and I proposed something, but you never really voted on it. And then we had some feedback from the city clerk's office about some concerns about that. Okay. So I think you just need to continue that discussion and decide what, if anything, you want to do to address that situation. What I was hoping to do is to make an easy process in place for that situation without requiring a complainant to come before the board. Okay. That's why I proposed it like I did. But if that's not what the board wants to do, you know, you can do whatever you see fit. What was the language I you had? I think I dropped the ball on that too. I think I was supposed to follow up with you on that one. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, there's a copy. Thanks. Those handwritten notes are some of the minor changes that we discussed at the previous meeting. So, in other words, changing the word illegible, I think, to incomprehensible. Yeah, we did discuss. Yeah, but the board never voted and you never decided what you wanted to do because Amanda and I were going to talk about it, but we unfortunately never did that. Okay. Nothing means different things. If it's illegible and you can't read the complaint, that's one thing. If it's incomprehensible, it means you can't understand what was written. Right, so, and that's why we changed it, because it, something being illegible would only be one reason that we couldn't understand it. There could be other reasons that we don't understand it, punctuation, grammar, spelling, um, that are not necessarily legibility or language or... Don't we also have a section, though, that also allows an individual, if they have difficulty for a variety of reasons, difficulty writing, um, that kind of thing that they can have someone else write that for them yeah. and so there is an option for someone to you know to go down another path you know yeah so this addresses the situation though where somebody has already filed a complaint yeah and they it comes in we help. can't read it yeah we can't read it right yeah which obviously is going to be less of a concern right now because most complaints are filed online now instead of handwritten. But do you have a, do you have a motion? Or can you make a motion to convey the, the spirit of what uh, this says? Um. Well, I guess we just need to. Can we pull that up? I am so sorry. Okay. No, we don't have That's anything to okay. um, But I do have some concerns from Kelly. And yes. I don't know if you want me to yes, please. go over those a little bit. Yes, please. Um, so one of the things that she mentioned is she feels because it, and I don't think we mentioned this again tonight, but I think you wanted, one of the things that was that city clerk's office, a staff member in the city clerk's office would contact the individual asking them for clarification. And Kelly is not comfortable with the clerk's office taking on that responsibility because, you know, of the um, risk that we could take the information incorrectly. Um, she is, she, I guess she's saying if we did indeed talk to that person and get some clarification, she would want that person to sign something stating that, yes, this is what I said. And I think she talked to you a little bit about it as well. Yeah, uh, just to echo um, that her concerns were them kind of getting in the middle of it. Instead of just mm -hmm. being a clearing house where they, they accept and forward it, that she doesn't want them to be in the middle going back and forth. Typically we do that. 
and we do get some where it's hard to make heads or tails, whether it's handwriting, not typically from your board, but regular complaints that come through, we have to try to make heads or tails of what the actual complaint is, and usually we'll contact those persons, but as you guys well know, sometimes they want to talk to us, they we can't get a hold of them, um, and I think your all thought was maybe the clerk would have better luck at getting a hold of them, but I, I don't think, uh, I know <coughs> Kelly's not comfortable with being in that position. She would prefer if it's not us to maybe, I would assume it would be someone on, on your board to do that. Yes. Yeah, and when I drafted that, what I had in mind was just the clerk reaching out to the complainant to say, you know, line three, word four, I don't know what that says, just tell me what that word is. Not for a clarification of what did you mean. In this case, you know, I agree Holly shouldn't be, or anyone shouldn't be in that position, but she should say the board says line four. They couldn't understand. Not I. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so what I what I propose that is that if if either the chief or the board find something to be illegible, yeah. then the chief or the board can request that the clerk contact the complainant to clarify what that word was. And and the clerk says, the board said that or the chief said that, not not me. Right. The clerk. Right. I guess I am kind of not understanding why we wouldn't just at that point set the level of review to meet with the complainant. And that's exactly what Kelly pointed out. Well, well and I, I, I'm thinking about the situation where it's gone to the chief, but not to the board yet, and the chief can't read it. But in that case, chief, wouldn't you then reach out to the individual and ask for a clarification? So I think we're addressing it already. We do and, reach out, and I'm sorry, we no, do reach no out, problem. and oftentimes, if you guys have seen the lab, it's very rare that we make no, contact, contact with people. Mm -hmm. um, and I think what uh, what Amanda just said is probably no one's asking my opinion, but if you were, that that would set it so you guys have the opportunity with them, so you guys can clear it up. Is that what you suggested? Yeah, yeah. yeah and you already have that power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I know. So. But, but let me clarify one other thing. My point was, though, I wanted to put something in place where we could avoid the situation where a complainant doesn't want to come before the board. Right. If we could have something easy in place just to say, hey, we don't understand what this word is, help us in that regard so we can proceed with you know, the process of your complaint review. And I think I'm part of the problem with this because I think, I, I don't know if I'm the total thing, but I know I complained because it, it maybe it was a recopying or something like that, but uh, several times I'd even put my glasses on and I still couldn't make it out, you know, so. But what, what I'll do is if that happens again, I'll just bring that to you and that way we know specifically, you know, well, what my problem is. I think, I maybe I'm not supposed to speak at this, but <laughs> I feel like what you're talking about is the copy isn't good enough for you to be able to see what's written, not that you can't understand what's written in that case. I mean, I think you're talking about both, both. but Because we did discover just this week when copying um, a complaint that came in, if we just print it directly from the um, computer, it doesn't come out as clear as if we tell it to print it in black and white instead of color. Because the color does something that fades the type. So that is something that we've already made that change. We're going to start doing that. So, 
so how do you guys try to, my question, how do you guys try to get a hold of somebody you can't, you don't understand? You just call it, call the number? Or? We call them, we email, all the forms. All the above, the way, right, all the way, yeah. okay. Yeah. So what you guys are suggesting is we do this as a committee, one of us decide, well, we're going to call this paid person because we don't understand what's going on. Um, which is, I mean, how many times do we try to contact him before it's should be out of our hands? I mean, I feel bad for him, but how many times? How long do we? Two months, three months, or I mean, what's the timeline on this? We never talked about a timeline, and um, I don't mind calling somebody, but I still wanna want them to sign something saying that this is what we talked about. So they can't come back saying, I didn't have the slightest, I didn't say anything like that. You know, because uh, most, most of the complainants, I don't know, I think they look at us just as city employees or cops or whatever, you know, they wouldn't, I don't think they trust us no more than they trust the chief or any other. Yeah, I, I would let that stay with the police department right now rather than, we're volunteers. <laughs> and we get a lot of work. I mean, reading all the stuff that came through for this week even, um, there were like 17 pages or more, and taking it all in, that it takes time. Yeah, but how often it's, are you actually looking at this actually happening with the complaints? It would be like one in 15, one in 20. I mean, we're not looking at a regular thing. It doesn't happen often. Uh, uh, what happens more often is that complainants don't cooperate and mm -hmm. makes it nearly impossible to do right. an investigation with the non-cooperating Oh, absolutely. You know, so, um, but some of them do. Some of them are more than happy to come in and that we can get, get a lot better information. Do you have a procedure where you say, well, we're going to try two or three times and then give up? We usually contact them, try to contact them almost immediately, and then we'll wait a couple of weeks. Because I have certain guidelines in which I need to get reports done, and uh, we'll we'll give what we think is a reasonable amount of time. It's usually a couple of weeks. But yeah, I think we have to look at responsibility. It's like if my, my, me as a citizen see something and I feel strongly enough about it to file a complaint, then I, I definitely want to see some change or some action here. So if you contact me and point out that, you know, there's an issue with, you know, what you turned in, it's uh, we have a problem understanding it, and we give you some options that you can, you know, initiate to help us through it, and you don't want to cooperate, then it's really not important enough to you. I mean, you know, I, I feel that we can keep it with the person. Mm -hmm. We're going to stay closer to the source. But when we start spreading it out, then it's like if something's wrong, all we got is blame. You know, and, and I don't think we want to go there. I think we want to we want to perfect the process so it's as concrete as it can be. But you can't keep it any more concrete than keeping it close to the source. I feel like what I'm hearing overall is that people kind of want to leave that as it is. Is there anybody that feels differently or wants to move to accept Pat's proposed change? And or should we move on to stuff? To no one more note from Kelly. Okay. Um, she had just agreed with 
to what you just said. Um, it said um, Amanda suggested that the board could set the level of review to interview, meet with the complainant, and ask the board if they wanted. Oh, and ask the board if they wanted a sentence noting, in quotes, if the board cannot understand the written complaint, then they will set the level of review to meet with the complainant. So I guess that's just repeating what you said. Yeah, and, and if we if we go that road and you know the person doesn't want to participate then well then yeah we don't have enough information to then that's could we could we amend our rules to say the person can uh, talk with one board member instead and then that board member report the difference of I'm, it I'm not okay with that. Yeah, I'm not okay with that because yeah. then you start down a path of you're talking as one individual tool witness, right. yep. and you, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been down enough of those conversations that it'll go this way and it'll go this way, and you might be, you know, they might say something to you that then you feel obligated to repeat back. I, I guess my feeling would be just leave it as it is. Don't add anything to it. We can set the level of review. Um, it, if it's difficult to read, we'll do the best job we can based on the information we have. And if the chief is part of the investigation, is reaching out to the individual to clarify that information, that's going to happen regardless of where we set the level of review. Then we can go from there and decide then, you know, what information we have. If the person chooses not to cooperate, Right. I think, yeah, yeah I, I think I just right. it. If he's not gonna, if he's not gonna go with the chief to get him more information, he ain't gonna come to us. Well, that's not entirely true. Well, that's not necessarily true. Not right. Especially if somebody yeah. feels that, if, if somebody has, somebody who's filing a complaint, uh, if they're filing a complaint about something that happened to them, um, they at the very least feel that they have been harmed and victimized by police. So they very well might be much more likely to come talk to us than to go to talk to police officers yeah. with that same department that they're complaining about. Um, so maybe we could say, like, let's say they don't, I mean, this is, I, I, we're getting into a lot, but if they don't contact you in two weeks, you can, can we send them a letter saying, if you don't want to talk to the police, please contact We do. Oh, we, okay, you get that summary, regardless of anyone's level of cooperation, if mm -hmm. I receive a complaint, I'm investigating from right. start to finish. Now, it does make it harder if we can't ask clarifying questions, but we still do the, the same level of review and then we send the letter to come to you guys, which is a chief summary, and the person who sent the complaint does right. the same thing. Right. And then through your process, they have an opportunity to... Okay. Um, so that right. still exists. Yeah. But that it's still exists. We're yeah. just... Yeah. That's all. Uh, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, it, it is possible for the person to refile the complaint. Uh, this is three months from there. Uh, if you're outside of that 180 day yeah. deadline, no. So one of the changes that we made recently was, uh, you know, given the complainant an opportunity to respond to the chief's report. So if the chief does an investigation and report and it happens to say, you know, we had a hard time understanding what this said or what it was meant, then you know, the complainant has an opportunity to clarify that within that 21 day period after the chief's report is filed. That's already in place. Right. So what was the purpose? What was your intended thought process behind 
They're just changing changing well, the wording yeah, or this is what the board asked me to do. Oh okay. Well you just kind of so. cause trouble or or resolve that. I just didn't like remember I, said, I yeah. didn't remember the original intent. So I, maybe you weren't at the meeting, I don't know. I probably wasn't. Yeah. I mean the thought was if a complaint is handwritten and it's illegible, let's put something in place where we can ask the complainant to clarify what they wrote without requiring I, that they so come before the board. Would I, it be fair to just go with, you know, because I think it's important that we we keep separate the police department and the police review board. If we get the information and we can't comprehend it, then can we have a process we do where we can extend an invitation to the person to come and give clarification so that we can get it firsthand as a board. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's part, part of the process. Process. Part yeah. process. level of review. Right, okay. level of and review. if they don't, and, and then we should stress, you know, if for some reason they don't want to follow through with that, then that, they don't be drawn. that's it. Yeah, I, I, I could anticipate somebody that might be willing to answer a phone call to say, yes, I'm in Johnson instead of Jackson, but not be willing to come before the board and sit down in front of all seven of you. Okay. So we just want to leave it so as is. So what do we need? Um, if anybody has any kind of motion that they want to make regarding those proposed revisions, then we need to do that. Otherwise, we just need to move on if there is nothing that anybody wants to propose we change. Yeah, so the, the memo that I sent back in May, um, nobody ever voted on it. So right. if you don't want to do anything in that regard, just, just, let, leave it go. It. just let it go. Let it go. Okay. okay. Thank you, Kelly. Sure. Uh, was there any staff information? Yes. Um, quick <laughs> uh, Kelly wanted me to check with you. Um, the way things, the process is right now, when we receive a complaint, we immediately send that to you mm -hmm. in a confidential you know, mailing. However, it seems that sending it out immediately is causing some confusion because we, you can't talk about it until we receive the chief's report. So she's asking, is it appropriate for us to send the complaint, wait to send the complaint to you until we get that chief's report? Because... I would say yeah. Do you know what I'm mm -hmm. I would say that's a... And I don't know when... I know some, at some point we started sending those out immediately, but I guess this will be going back to the way it was before my time. But I can definitely see that. I mean, yeah, it's definitely because I know tend I have to have several complaints that, and see at which point <coughs> this next right. meeting. I, yeah, I'd rather have the chief's report before making any kind of looking at anything. I think that's just fair. Well, I, and I had some questions about. You know, are we going to see the video for 2209? Well, there isn't one yet available, and then because we would need the chief's report, and then we would get the video. Okay. Then let's. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's mm -hmm. like it's mm -hmm. com more confusing to get that. If we get it and think we can go watch a video, but we're not even at exactly. that point yet, then right. Because I asked yeah, about that. we can't that. do it. Because yeah. that, that's what I got. So okay. So yeah, let's just do it that way. Um, do you need? We need a motion for that, or. We I don't just, know that we necessarily need a motion. I think that's just the yeah. process. That okay, then yeah, I say yes to that process. Yeah. Let's just wait until we get the chief's, chief's report and then we can, and everything, let all the information be available all at once 
and then we can digest it at once. I think that makes sense. Also makes it. Makes it's it easier on us. Well, yeah, but but I I would prefer it not be easy on us because, you know, we all got busy schedules, and when you get behind, if you got someone that just wants to make sure that they participate in the process, then they just take the chief support. I mean, one of the reasons that I've been kind of pushing to have things so that they're comprehensible is because I want to have my own comprehension of it. And the chief report helped, you know, but basically I feel that I have an obligation to the citizen. Mm -hmm. And that's where I want to keep my focus. I want to keep us separate. I mean, we all, we're, we're a team, but you know, we, we, we come to bed at different times. How are you guys able to keep up? Because I imagine there are times where I thought about that. Sometimes we have a lot of videos and I'm like, oh boy, this is, I keep records when I, you know, as things come in, you know, I take it and I, I keep my records on it. And then as supports come in, I put it together. And by the time we're ready to deal with it as a group, then I've got a pretty good comprehension of it. But I'll tell you right now, if you're going to have it so that I'm going to be waiting and getting it all at the same time, I'm not going to be as effective because I've got too many other irons in the fire. The I think the challenge, I mean, it's ugly. If you've got something that's got video that needs to be reviewed and you're in a compressed time frame, but I don't think that changes what the purpose is of when you distribute the complaint. We can't look at the complaint, the video or any audio any earlier. And, you know, hopefully these, the board members here would not do this, but there have been instances in the past where board members would not review the video and would not review and would just come about. So I would hope that wouldn't be the case. It just means that within that window of time, when that is available, then we have to review it during that time and, and make every effort yeah. to do so. Yeah. And in my situation, I put it together as it comes, but a lot of times I have some questions. Uh, I wonder, you know, what the heck's going on here? But when I can see it for myself, then that answers any questions yeah. that I've, you know, encountered why I'm trying to put the process together. I feel doing it that way, I'm gonna be fair both to the person that's making the complaint, but also to the officer, because a lot of times when I'm getting the information, I have some concerns about whether or not the officer acted appropriately. But, but then once I see the video and I see all the circumstances, then I can see, well, yeah, the officer wasn't inappropriate, he or she was just trying to deal with what they were, the hand they were dealing, they were given. I mean, I don't think anybody disagrees with that, but you can't see that video any sooner whether the report is sent right away or when the chief's report com comes out. So you don't get that video any sooner with, based on when the report is sent. You have to wait for the chief's report to make that available. So it doesn't change, it doesn't give you any less time. It gives, you still have the same amount of time to view the video or listen to the audio. That is still the same. That doesn't change that at all. And the first thing we get is the individual's complaint. That's the first right. thing First right. thing we process. And that's that's all we're talking about is whether we they send it right away or wait and send it with yeah. the chief's report. Have, when everything's I'm new, so the way they've been doing it is fine with me. <laughs> mm -hmm. It doesn't matter either way. 
in U.S. Cal, we did it. Um, for those of us who are no longer working, you know, I usually schedule three hours at a time to come in and just plow through it. And sometimes that has to take three or four different times to come in and see it all. But for the people who are working, it is harder for them. How long does it take you to get the videos ready for us to view? Well, we watch a different version of the video. One that's like, the ears are slightly redacted. And, um, but uh, the redaction process depends on what we have to redact. So that can be, that can take a day usually, but uh, we, we have software that helps I us. I disagree. So what I was thinking is, you know, you're gonna have the video anyway, so the video can go faster. I wouldn't release the video before I release it. Okay, all right, yeah, that is. Have to do nine to midnight on weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're the one I'm thinking about because you're the one that's getting on the camera. Man, how is she doing? Put you in the corner with a laptop, right? <laughs> <laughs> one of the things, just if I could, um, it's just kind of been on my mind. You alluded to it. You talked about that. Uh, or well, you talked about sometimes there's not. Uh, a policy issue, but there a policy violation, but there might be a training or a, that's the one thing I, I, I'm trying to do a better job. Usually, I, when I first started this, I would just say it's not a policy violation. Moving on, and then I noticed that the board had comments on you know we thought the officer could have done this or should have done this or how about this, and I took that into consideration. I have those conversations. I just was not putting those. In so now I am putting those in so you guys can see that I do recognize that they're on every single call. Now we get a lot of complaints, not a lot, but we get complaints either internal or external. Although we might not find a policy violation, we do find some maybe a policy failure that we have to reevaluate the policy, which we count on you guys to help us with. But also just like, hey, this might have been a better strategy. And that's what the supervisors do all day, every day. And I'm starting to put those more in my chief's um, report or summary so you guys recognize that I am I'm not missing those things and when you guys have those comments too that, that's that's appreciated yeah yeah, I appreciate yeah and when I throw that out there I'm, I'm not doing it in terms of being critical but I'm doing it because I see us as being a team mm -hmm. and I, I just hate mm -hmm. to see us focus all the time on what the what the officer did wrong you know when, when a lot of times officers are doing his, his or her job but they encounter some un unfortunate situations they have to address to, and they may not handle it the best, but, but it's not that, they, that they're that a bad person, but it's just that if, if every tool we can give them, it's gonna be beneficial to us as a department. As a community. I felt like we had a consensus on the sending of materials, and now I feel like we don't. Yeah. Um, so we need to decide on answering that question for the city. Um, should we, do we need to do a vote on it? Does we care enough one way or the other? So which, summarize which options you are. Either continuing to mail things out as they come in like they're doing now, or waiting until it's actionable and we have access to video evidence and the report and sending it all to us at the same time. I put it to a vote, you know, because I think we all may have different feelings about it. Majority can rule. Majority can rule. 
What, which one are you moving? <laughs> 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 the one that we wait until after we see the, not send the report out right away, send it to the department and wait for their information to come back and then we can view everything. And so you're saying at one time? Saying yep, so she's, one time. she's voting to get it when we have access to other evidence as well. I'd second that. So let me clarify, make sure I understand. The request would be that the copy of the complaint first comes to the board at the same time as the chief's report comes to the board. Yes. Because oh. there's nothing that can be done. No, that's, that's your motion. What he's saying, what doing now is sending them both at the same time oh. to, to me and to that. I thought that's what I'm saying like Right, with the complaints, but we send them. Yeah. Send it as you get so it. So right now we get the complaint, so I think but we can't do anything about it. Yeah. We get the complaint, and then we wait, yeah. and later we get the chief's report, and then we get access to the video. Yeah. Oh, so you're voting to leave it as it, you're moving to leave it as it is? Yes, it's going to be my vote. Wait a minute. Right. I'm confused, no. too. Okay. As it is, okay. so we, we get stuff piecemeal. Right. Yeah. As, as it, it is, is, we get stuff piecemeal. Yeah. We want to wait. Your motion is to wait until we get everything together. Right. But and that includes the um, even sending the respondent letter and everything out. That just means when we get it, it goes. I thought that's what the motion what was. Do you, <laughs> what do you mean about the respondent letter? Yeah. That's just the acknowledgement letter that we sent to the complainant. Because right now I'll, I'll send you the complaint and the acknowledgement letter. Um, can, can I simplify this? Can I just make a motion that we vote to leave the procedure as it currently is? And then if that doesn't work, then we can vote for whatever else you want to try. I second that motion. We have already have a motion, motion and a second table. on yeah. the table, so we have to decide what to do with that. Oh, the motion is not on the table because it hasn't even been seconded. Yeah. I second it. I seconded, seconded it. motion. You second but now but then, you, sure. then you add it to it. Well, you can withdraw the motion. Oh, yeah. I didn't you can withdraw your second. I just want to make sure that we're all understanding what Jerry moved. So you're moving to wait to get the initial complaint until we have the report and can watch the video evidence. Okay. okay. And then you seconded that. And then I seconded that. Okay. So then we need a roll call vote on that, please. Townsend? No. Jensen? Aye. Uh, Downing? No. Vandervecht? Yes. Nichols? Yes. McConnell? Yes. Meckes? No. Okay. It's okay to disagree once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. So the no's are Townsend, Downing, and Meccas. The eyes are Jensen, Vandervecht, Nichols, and McConnell. It's four to three. So that means, I'm going to make sure I understand again, we're not going to see the complaints at all until they come along at the same time with the chief's report. Yes. Because you can't do anything. You can't do anything with them, them anyway. anyway. Okay. You can't get the video. You can't do anything with them other than you go, oh, okay. Well, I, so, I always like to read them. They know what they're looking for. Yeah. I get that. Answers my question, so when I look yeah. at the video. Okay. We already, let's go. Okay. Um, was there any other staff information? 
Um, the only other thing is, uh, how do you feel about this room versus the other? I like the other one. You like the other one? Okay. In August, we are back in here again because since we moved it to August 16th, we are on the same night as council meeting once again, mm -hmm. so we'll be in here. But otherwise, I will put them in there. Do we have to vote on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot more voting coming up. I forgot to move the August one in my calendar. Yeah, I just didn't put them all on my phone, so I have them. Okay. Um, I just have it on a repeat the second Tuesday of every month, and I forgot to change that one. Yeah, now you put from the police. So tentative meeting schedule, future agendas. We had moved August to the third Tuesday, so that's mm -hmm. August 16th. And then September 13th and October 11th. Do those still work for everyone? Okay. We'll make the work. Um, I'm going to move to adjourn to executive session. Can I get a second? Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 All those opposed? Adjourn open session at 6.34 p.m. Uh, return to regular session at 7.06 p.m. I'm going to move to set the level of review for complaint 2206 at 887B1 and to not sustain it. B1. Sorry, B1A, yes, which is on the record with no additional investigation um, and to not sustain it. Can I get a second? Oh, who, who moved? Who was um, that? You moved, yeah. I'll okay. second. And can I get a roll call, please? Nichols. Aye. McConnell. Aye. Reluctantly. Meckes. Aye. Townsend. Aye. Jensen. Aye. Downing. Aye. Vanderbeck. Aye. And then I'm going to move to adjourn. So moved. Second. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Meeting adjourned at 7.07 p.m.